1: What is Café Mocha? Café Mocha is experts,
2: celebrities.
3: What's up? This is Belle Biv DeVoe. Yours, know, Judy, Idris Elba. This is
1: Fantasia. This is Embo.
4: This is India Ari. Oh, much more.
2: All from a woman's perspective.
4: What
3: flavor are you,
2: baby? This is Café Mocha. Whether you know him as the daddy on Lincoln Heights or for his portrayal of Don King in the miniseries Mike, Russell Hornsby stays working. He's here to talk about season two of BMF. This is Café Mocha angelique lonnie love and yo yo what's up lonnie
4: oh my goodness ladies it's a lot happening it's award season you know what i wanted to ask you lonnie i wanted Mm -hmm.
1: to ask you i know it's a little ways back yes the host i wanted to get your input on the host he had a lot of controversy you're
2: talking about the one with um dag what's his name the guy who had the netflix special right Uh, yes oh oh you're
4: talking about the golden globe awards Okay, uh, Gerard Carmichael. Gerard yes. Carmichael. Yes. Oh my
2: gosh, you know what? I felt so bad for him. So I wanted to ask Lottie bad.
1: so
4: bad. I
2: you know. <laughs> I felt well, bad for him. How did you it feel was, about that?
4: First of all, Gerard Carmichael was the host of the Golden Globes, and in it he did this initial monologue where he tore into the Golden Globe committee and reportedly the president was in shambles.
1: Mm. <laughs> (laughs) you know of course
4: that was reportedly they they tried to deny it but he basically went in on the president um he said he got a half a million dollars to do this he said that they only did it they only made him the host because he was black i'm pretty sure if you go on youtube you can find his uh, monologue because it it was it was basically scathing um the the uh, membership and um you know, look, when you hire a comic and they're of a certain caliber, you know what you're going to get. For the oh. Golden Globes, they used to have Ricky Gervais and Ricky Gervais would light into everybody. Obnoxious um, Ger-
2: as hell. Ricky That's <laughs> what it is.
4: And Gerard Carmichael basically is, you know, this comedian that he's going to go in and he didn't care. I mean, Excuse he really, really
2: didn't care. Me. But here's the thing, though, and and I know I'm wrong for saying this. Ricky Gervais is white and everybody knows he's an ass. You know, the people in the audience know that. For a lot of people, this is, other than his special, this is their first introduction really to Gerard. And he wasn't really funny And he was kind of mean and kind of lost control of the audience. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, at one point was like, well, let's see what interesting outfit he's going to come out in, because that's about the only thing going on here. I mean, you know, I hate to see that because he is black and this is his opportunity and. I know, you know, Well, you first of all, Gerard has
4: been, Gerard has been an NBC darling for a while. He had the Gerard Carmichael show. He's doing Netflix specials. He's I'm in movies. I'm not saying that he, he did signed. happen. Okay. No. Well, okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying as far as like for somebody to get a half million dollars, uh-huh. he's doing good. That's a quota. <laughs> I, I never got a half million dollars to do something.
1: Uh-huh. Not,
4: not for one night, you know? Oh, right. So, I mean, evidently, the powers that be, they 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 wanted it, and they that's think what you they think, approved. You she think they'll have answer. him again? You think they will have to again?
2: That's the good follow up, yo yo. Since she ain't gonna answer, she ain't, since she ain't gonna say nothing bad about fellow. Canadians. Will they have him again?
4: <laughs> no, they probably won't because he was he it was he was he reportedly they said that the the president was out at the bar just boohooing. That's reportedly <laughs> <laughs> it's like. For so, good I, mean, reason. I, I doubt I doubt if that happens, but that is my <laughs> Hollywood um, uh, awards report. We will see uh, what happens with the rest of award season. Of course, we have the NAACP Image Awards left. We have the SAG left, and then we uh-huh. have the Oscar, which will uh-huh. um, round us up for this award season. Not too many um, colors were nominated. We got our girl, Angela Bassett. Who or for the um, the um, she won the golden globe. Um, also a shout out to um, Quinta Bronson from uh, Abbott Elementary and Mm -hmm. Shirley Ralph, they Mm -hmm. both won golden globes. Um, which you know, the thing is, and there was a wonderful uh, piece done by Gina uh, Blightwood who is the director of Woman King. And she wrote a really wonderful op-ed about why these awards matter. And people can sit back and say, oh, this is why we have to have our own awards. Yes, it's important to have the NAACP awards. It's important. I mean, Byron Allen is doing the Greedo Awards now, which was very nice. At the beginning of, of January, he had some. But when you get these industry standard Awards it provides currency for those that are involved and when I mean currency, I mean it provides other opportunities mm-hmm. that you know now the studio system goes, hey they have an, they 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 got recognized by their peers for this award, so they they deserve this That's why this is important because you know Viola has a production company with her husband when this this movie did nine hundred million dollars. Uh, worldwide, it was a success. It was a it great was a very, movie it was a success. Too. The British actress, her movie made twenty
2: seven thousand dollars.
4: It's a big difference, and when we talk about the acting and things like that. That's the only reason why we push for, you know, our representation, our blood, sweat and tears to be recognized, because this helps this helps the future. The people that are coming up, this helps them to be recognized, to get greenlit for stories Uh that are important to us as well. So that's the only reason. But great award season and we'll keep it rolling. This is Cafe Mocha.
2: It's Cafe Mocha. Our guest has been in so many movies, TV shows. It's hard to keep count. Lincoln Heights, Creed Two, Grimm, The Hate You Give right now. Fans of Russell Hornsby are loving him in the star's hit BMF where he plays the daddy Charles. Welcome to Cafe Mocha.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Do you know the way to get to the cafe? (laughs) (laughs) Right this way. Russell. (laughs) This is
4: Lonnie Love, and let me tell you, BMF is about Detroit, so you know I'm a proud Detroiter. How does it feel to be on a show that's
3: resonating with so many people? You know, um, it's kind of twofold. It's, you know, I I feel great, first of all, you always feel great to be working, first and foremost, as an actor, Mm -hmm. and of course, an actor with some melanin. And then you also feel uh, honored to be on a show that is a hit that's resonating with the people, but more importantly, that's resonating with the rhythm section and mm. and I think that you know we do it what i 'm what I've noticed of late is that we are now able to do the work for us, but on our terms right mm-hmm. and I think that's vitally important I think, and that's what we're I feel like we we've, we've done and that we're doing with b m s
2: for the people who have been sleeping and haven't heard of the show or seen the show. Uh, can you just sort of give us a
3: synopsis what it's about? Well, yeah, BMS takes place in the mid 80s, uh, starts out in uh, in Detroit, Michigan, Motown, and it, it follows uh, the Flinnery brothers, uh, Demetrius and Terry Flinnery, who basically uh, had to make a way out of no way. You know, uh, we're talking about the 80s. We're talking about industry had failed, had gone down, Reaganomics. And and people were left with really no opportunity. And uh, pharmaceutical street sales became the only option for a lot of people in that time. And um, the the Flinery Brothers became one of the best at it. Mm -hmm. And and, and it really deals with their rise and uh, ultimate fall from grace. Uh, But it expanded over almost a 20-year period.
1: Now, growing up, did you know anything about the BMF
3: crew? I knew, I knew nothing. I, no, no, I, I knew nothing. I was, I was, I was secluded as a child.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> relative to other folks, I wasn't allowed to get up off the porch.
1: Much. <laughs> I got you. One of those type of mamas. Where are you, where are you from, Russell?
3: Uh, I'm from Oak, Oakland, Oakland, California. Okay,
2: well, and, that's why uh, you weren't allowed off the porch. Oh.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what I'm saying. Things were going on. But my mother was like, no, 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 brother. You, you don't tarry far from home, Jack.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I love it. It's
4: Cafe Mocha on the line. Russell Hornsby, you know him in so many shows, but currently BMF, you can catch him playing the dad. And I wanted to know, did you actually meet the real uh, Charles? No. Uh,
3: unfortunately, we lost Charles in, in seventeen. Mm-hmm. 2017, and um, but I did get some firsthand accounts from the mother Lucille uh, Flannery, and we had uh, some extensive conversations just about the, uh, the the two of them, their their love, their marriage, the hardships, um, and you know all things in between. But no, uh, to answer your question directly, I did not have an opportunity to meet the, the real Charles Flannery.
2: I wonder, though, what that's like for you, because it's one thing to do somebody famous like Don King, where it's about matching that energy, that look. You killed
4: that. You killed that, Russell. You killed that. We'd love to get to that in
2: this interview as well. It's a different thing to to be, you know, recreating a person and people that we don't know. Uh, I wonder what that's like for you as an actor. Well, you know,
3: you know um, what I chose to tap into, honestly, you know, they talk about, I'm from Oakland, as I stated, and, you know, Oakland is much like Detroit is a blue collar town, a blue collar mm-hmm. city. And, you know, um, a mentor friend of mine told me, that said to me this one day, he said, Russell, you know, there was a time when boats were made of wood and men were made of steel. And when he said that, it resonated with me. And so realizing that I was raised and was around those old school brothers who worked with their hands.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And 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 didn't mind getting dirty and had to in order to make make a living. And so in talking with Lucille and and uh, and Nicole and just reading the script and what you realize that he was a man who worked with his hand. He worked in the factory. He was handy around the house, all of those things. And those men in the 70s and the 80s were just cut from a different cloth.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: so what I chose to do was, was honor those men that helped raise me that I knew I can, I can pour into the character of Charles. Right. And, and so, you know, there's this stern, possibly even rough exterior, but you realize there's, there's so much love underneath that we didn't see from the right. men of that time. But it's right. there. Mm -hmm. And and so I wanted to express that. I wanted to express his joy, his humor, and all of those things that make men and Black men more specifically three-dimensional. And and so it was really, as I'm honoring Charles and and portraying Charles, I'm also honoring the Black men of a different time and the Black men who helped raise me and allowing audiences, uh, both Black and, and other, to know that we we existed and that we exist and that we were there for our family and our children and whatnot
4: yes kathy mocha we're on the line with russell hornsby talking about his wonderful uh, character Charles, on bmf Um, you can catch that on stars also he did a wonderful job as don king in the movie mike that is currently on hulu now What was that like? Because we know him Mm -hmm. to be this phenomenal character. And what kind of shift change does it take from playing this all-out character than what you play as Charles
3: on BMS? You you know, it's funny. I tell people, I often say, when when we're talking about actors, they're only a handful of true chameleons,
1: Mm -hmm. which
3: means people who can totally transform in such a way where people say, well, I have no idea... Who that is, or who that was, or whatever, and I put like a person, like a Jeffrey Wright or a Daniel Day Lewis, in that category, right? And so, what I realized in when I was doing my research of Don King, I realized there is some of him inside me. I'm a theatrical. I I like. I I like. I'm loud. I'm boisterous. I like (laughs) to be like to the party. I grew up with old school. Wisdom, you know that mother wit, as they call it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, cracking funny and telling jokes, and so I brought some of that that personality that's in me. I brought that to Don, and and just brought that theatricality, that that bigness. And I just had to drill down on it, and and and, and, and quite honestly, show people that I am a true actor, that I'm a true artist. And this was the first time I believe that I got an opportunity to show prove to myself and others that I that I have this in my toolbox. Is this, you know so I, mean? it? I think that we often Yeah, so I mean and and I just and I've been saying to my agents and other cat people I know and directors and writers like, yo, I can go there. They go, mm-hmm. Yeah, but Russ, you know, you you the ruggedly handsome dude, you know what I mean? Like that. And then people never saw me as a character actor. Right. Because, you know, I think from when they saw my transition and the hate you give you know, uh, and then to this, and the truth is, this was a straight offer. Mm, good for I, you. I never read for it. I didn't do anything, How and cool. I think that Mary. And, and the reason why I have to state that is because Mary Venue, the casting director, she cast me in Creed too, but I think she under she saw the instrument and under recognized the instrument that I possess, and mm-hmm. said, "I th- I know he can do this." That's when he- you know when you get someone that that kind of offer for especially a character that's that really shows that I think she knew what she was doing and she had a lot of faith and belief in my talent
4: I'm an actor too. And I understand what you mean by that is that you don't know who is watching you, but she was watching your work and she knew that you could do it. And that's why you were nominated for an NAACP award. So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I do want to ask though, because there's been some conversation and I'm only asking this because you are a black male actor or a Yes. actor um what is your yes. feeling on the, the description
3: of being black male or just actor you know uh in honestly i'm past it you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. I, I i'm just an actor i'm just a, a dope actor i i don't like the moniker of black anything especially in that and, and i mean and it's really on a kind of oxymoron it's like when people say they called michael george jordan black jesus well, we know Jesus is Black, so why are we calling him Black Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why don't you just say, that's Jesus right there, reincarnated? <laughs> so we, so, so we, we get it wrong and we get it mixed up. So I mm-hmm. think we need to just start saying he's a bad mamma jamma. Uh-huh. He's a cold-blooded actor and, and own that. And so, you know, I don't care for it. Um, and, 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 but I, but I, but, but I'll say this though, I'll be honest with you. I do say, I do think that there can be distinctions between men and women. So, she, oh, she's a cold blooded, you know, she's cold blooded actor. She, like, like when we put in categories, best, best actor by a female in, in this category, best actor by a male, it's different. Much like when we talk about when we're playing sports,
1: mm-hmm. you
3: say, you know what I mean? It's, it's for me, that's because there is a difference, but. When I say black, though, hey, man, you know, because the thing is, there are different where there's a different standard. Uh, honestly, we're measuring actors differently for men and women. But I can say this. I think Meryl Streep is one of the coldest actors God ever put breath in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can say that unequivocally. And, and because and see and see, it takes that special kind of someone. Who can trans? Who who can trans? Um, uh, transcend uh-huh. gender. Yes. she just he just, just doesn't. It. It's the same thing with like a Serena Williams. You just say she's right. one of the coldest athletes ever. He transcends. Mm. I understand That's how what, we're what far you're saying. In between though, what
4: I think is is that ultimately people. It's like when I was coming up in stand-up comedy, Russell. We used to have the um the deaf jam comics. Mm-hmm. And so they would say, are you a right. deaf jam comic? And you were like, I'm just a comic. So I, I want the listeners to understand that when you put labels on somebody that automatically, when we're talking about casting or booking someone, mm-hmm. you know, that puts them in a certain like, okay, if they're this comic, they're this, or if they're, but. And so what people are saying is just say what the occupation is. Are you a comic? Are you an actor? Are you a model? It I like that you have to, you know, and once you walk uh, and just, you see the you you see the person, you see if they black, you see if yeah. they're a woman, you see that's if they're right. but they're active. Right. That's that's what that's what people are coming through. So
3: um like Russell No 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 I hundred percent agree. I percent agree with that. A- a- absolutely. And and truthfully, the thing is now is you know, people are asking okay, what kind of can you get paid? See, the the, the, <laughs> the old school saying was amateurs get trophies, professionals get paid. Hey. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying. So the thing is, are you an amateur or are you a professional?
1: Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you: Is there any character that you wanted to play? Is there a side of you as an actor that you that the world haven't seen yet?
3: You, you know, I, I I do want to show a humorous side of me that I do feel I possess as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I'm and I think I kind of got a little bit to that in with the Don King, but I I do feel, um because I was a theater actor and trained Shakespeare and all that kind of stuff and did August Wilson, people just always saw me as a serious uh, dramatic actor and not a comedic actor. And I, I actually would, would love to try my hand at certain aspects of comedy, uh, performance comedy, not standup comedy, but just uh, right. you know, acting in theatrical comedy, you know, that, that kind of thing. But, uh, right. but it doesn't matter the role, but there's not a specific role, but no but want to be funny you are <laughs> Russell <wait. laughs>
2: thank you so much everybody check out BMF on Stars Network the new season is kicked off and it's great and of course if you haven't already watched Mike on Hulu the uh, series check that out as well and best of luck at the Image Awards man thanks for joining Cafe Mocha
3: thank you ladies have a great one thank you take care Russell bye bye mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: BMF is on stars with new episodes Friday night. You're listening to Cafe Mocha. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie, Love, and Yo-Yo. You saw it, the season finale of P-Valley. Joining us now is one of the stars. She plays Mercedes. You want
4: to introduce her, Lonnie? And she's also one of my sorors. I love her. I love her talent. Miss Brandy Evans. Welcome to Cafe Mocha, Brandy. Thank you, Lonnie. Thank Thank y'all for having me. No problem. You know, we want to get into something um, because, you know, I did uh, talk to you on E Daily Pop and we had a great time but we weren't able to get into the point of you being a caretaker to your beloved mother. Talk yes. about being a caretaker and how that has affected you in your life.
0: Wow. Y'all caught me right after I got through sight with them doctors just a minute ago about my oh, mom. No. Um, <laughs> it has been a lot. Um, you know, when you become a caregiver for someone, you are the advocate for them, you know you have to you have to fight for them when they can't fight for themselves, and that's what I find myself doing quite a bit here lately um for some reason they don't they don't take you seriously, especially when you're black. I said it, so mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I am there to fight um for my mother and whatever she needs for sure. It's stressful, I will be honest, you think that it's like right now I'm literally tucked away trying to have just a me time moment. I said the only thing I'm doing. It's doing stuff for my mom and taking this interview with Lonnie. Nothing else. Everything Mm -hmm. is is off the limit. But it's so funny. I'm like, wow, even in my me time of trying to have me time, there, it's really not there because I'm still worried about my mom or trying to make sure that her doctor's appointment that she's on the way to now across the country is happening and you know are the doctors communicating properly so I'm telling them you know I know you might talk to our caregiver but I'm the power of attorney you got to talk to me mm-hmm. and it's with it's it's, it's crazy because the roles reverse. it's like that's my baby now so I need right. to hear everything I, I don't 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 leave out nothing I got time for everything when it comes to my mom
2: and she has uh ms and Alzheimer's, right?
0: Correct. Yep. Early onset Alzheimer's and multiple sclerosis. And, and that has triggered lots of other things that we're dealing with now. So it has just been a lot.
2: How is she? She's
0: okay. Um, I don't know. A lot of people aren't aware that um, you have bladder issues with multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. And so now she's going through a lot of uh, issues with the catheter, changing from the Foley catheter to a suprapubic catheter. I'm just finding out all of these things and learning as I go along as well. Um, and with her being um, immobile, you know, pretty much um, it was from the waist down, but now her arms aren't moving either. So, you know, she's almost paraplegic in, in a sense, you know, that she can move her mm. head. Um, but a lot of the things are just declining, honestly. Oh, sorry. To
1: hear that, mm, I, I know. Yeah. You, you know, Brandy, I know it's a was it a tough decision for you to say, hey, listen, I want to be. The caregiver for my mom. I mean, you know, when you're when you're so young, and have a a budding career, what made you make that decision?
0: How I was raised. That's mm-hmm. what made me make it. Um, mm-hmm. I I grew up where I watched grandma take care of people. Um, yeah. I, I grandma used to work in a nursing home, and I remember my mom would take me by there to visit her. And she actually worked in the kitchen, and grandma knows she could cook. And so, but I remember um, having times with my mom and we would go visit her and her saying, if anything happens to me, you know, please don't let me end up here. And I, I've heard some people say that's selfish, but not to me. I, I believe, right. honestly, in honoring your parents. I believe what the Bible says. And I, I, for me, there's no way in the world I'm going to be living my best life and my mom is mm-hmm. not as well as much I as I can. That. That's um, right. So that's, that's what I'm trying to do. If my hair is getting done, she got a hair appointment, too. If I'm getting a massage, you're getting one, too. So I try to to do the same things that I know that she would be doing for herself um, if she was able to um, and not in this, in this position now. Um, it was very difficult, but I just knew I was like, you know, God's got me. I'm doing the right thing. And I honestly remind myself of that every day because every day sometimes I think like, oh, my gosh, like I've never had a vacation. I've never done a lot of things that even I see my cast members doing. Yeah. But one thing I do know is that if the, the moment comes where I'm still here and my mom takes her last breath, I will not have one regret.
4: <laughs> it's Cafe Mocha on the line, actress Brandi Evans, we love her as Mercedes in the hit P Valley. Um, we're talking about Brandy being a full-time caregiver to her mother, but also you are a wonderful actress. Brandy, how are Thank you? you how are you balancing being this caregiver? And, you know, being this wonderful actress on this hit show. How, how has the balance been for you?
0: Oh, it's hard. That's, I'm trying to find the balance, honestly. And that's why I'm doing things like I did this week. I told my team, you know, this is my mental health break um, as much as it can be. Like I said, I'm still dealing with things with mom. But, you know, for me, I, it doesn't take much. I just enjoy working out, um, having some solace to myself. So that's what I'm doing this week. I'm going to the gym. I'm eating healthy. I'm taking time for myself. I'm not taking any calls from people. And I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, I know so many people want to catch up with me and all these things, but I've got to take care of me in order to take care of mama. And I know what's going on when the cameras are off. And when you don't see those Instagram posts, I know what's really happening. Nobody's in makeup. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. nobody's, you know, on these red carpets, I'm actually running home after an event a lot of times just to get to my mom to relieve a caregiver. So, um, it, it's been a lot, but I, I do not regret it. I am grateful, but it, it's difficult. It is hard, but I will say that, thank God, um, my career has allotted me the opportunity to have an amazing caregiver like Miss Edith. Um, I'm also mm-hmm. in the process of trying to find yet another caregiver, though, because you don't want to burn out the person that you have.
2: And right mm-hmm. now, all I have
0: is Edith. She is amazing. She's like the family member now that's Auntie Edith.
3: But I want to <laughs> make
0: sure she, too, has a day off. You know, because I'm like I know she's tired. I'm tired, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to figure out someone that you trust. I keep running into people that you don't trust, or people that take the job because of quote Mercedes and mm-hmm. Mercedes ain't got nothing to do with Brandy.
2: So right. you know,
0: like I'm I'm a different person when it comes to my mama. Like I know I don't care right. about none of these accolades.
1: Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Yeah, that's a that's a good look. I have a friend of mine who has taken on that journey, and I think the older we get. A lot of us are thinking about what will we do with our mom? You know, we haven't had those right. deep conversations and this is the age where, you know, you really have to consider, okay, mom is getting older. What are our responsibilities? So I understand that it is, right. it's really time consuming. It's a lot on a person. You really give up a lot of your life to do it. Um, like you said, fighting with the doctors, making sure that the, 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 help that is sufficient, doesn't get worn out. You know, that that's exactly. a lot, but, but somehow you've been able to do it and we have been able to watch you blossom. And you know what they say, Brandy, that's tenfold back to you.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why we wanted you to share your story, Brandy, because the message that I'm receiving by talking to you just now is that life is going to have us challenges, but you can still live your life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Angelique, and Yo Yo talking to actress Brandi Evans. You know, the summer we had this pandemic hit, stars released a show called P Valley and it blew up. It was created and written by the Pulitzer Prize winning playwright, and it takes us down to a strip club in the Mississippi Delta. And, you know, yes. Brandy plays Mercedes. Um, did you expect the show to blow up the way it did? No. Let me tell you,
0: I am, I am hiding right now. I just got the phone with Nico Adams, who plays up the Clifford. And I was like, Nico, I can't go nowhere. Like, we literally were laughing. He, I was ordering a salad out here, and he's ordering a salad in California. And I was, he was like, well, where you at? I was like, child, just eating in my car, just trying to hide. I had no idea. I am so grateful, but it is overwhelming because, you know, I was like, you know, I just wanted to take care of my mama, Jesus, but God said, okay, be careful what you pray for. So I was like, let me be very specific with my prayers. How do I handle all of this as well? Because I had no idea. I knew it was good, but I had no idea that the world, um, and I would say the culture, but I don't want to say the culture anymore because I have had all diversities uh, and, yep. and this means so many people have come up to me, like in the airports, And I'm like, surely I know this little grandmama, that is Caucasian, is not talking about Mercedes. And she is.
2: <laughs> this little cute Asian boy that I know walked uh-huh. up. He's like, Angie, are you watching? <laughs> are you watching P-Valley? <laughs> I was like, wow, oh everybody's God. watching. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong hot news now. This is The Espresso. I'm Angelique. Georgia wants to put up a statue of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. But Georgia Democratic Senator Emanuel Jones has
4: some thoughts on that. And Uncle Tom is a either a fictional or non-fictional character. I don't really know the origin of Uncle Tom, but it talks about a person who back during the days of slavery sold his soul to the slave
2: masters. And even though Supreme Court Justice Uncle Clarence Thomas complained that his college loan debt was crippling, doesn't look like the Supreme Court is going to let President Biden offer that $10,000 in college loan forgiveness like he planned. In theaters Creed III, Michael B. Jordan not only stars, but he's directing this one.
3: Directing was something that I guess I didn't think was possible until, you know, working with Ryan Coogler. I think the first time I stepped on set for Fruitville Station, you know, seeing a young, you know, Black man, you know, directing uh, a feature film, I saw
2: myself in him. That's the espresso. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo-Yo. You saw it, the season finale of P-Valley. One of the stars, she plays Mercedes. Talk about the, the season finale of uh, season two what a little bit?
1: bit. Oh, Oh, I love
0: the finale. That You know what? It's so funny. I, I was telling everyone that seven, seven still is my favorite. I will say that. I think because you get to see me truly just act in that moment. But as far as the dance and the performance value, oh, my gosh, I love the finale. I love that you see Mercedes coming out of um, the trauma, in a sense. You know her breaking, breaking through, and, it, and I think it touches me so much because I'm still healing an injury that I got on P Valley mm-hmm. um, when we were in prep for season two. So mm-hmm. being hurt all season, Mercedes' shoulder was hurt, but my back is hurt. Oh. So to to actually be able to perform, I remember being so afraid because before the tricks were just kind of they were they were hard, but they weren't as hard as that finale stuff that we were doing.
1: Right. And
0: I remember thinking. Ain't no way that I'm not going to be able to get on this post <laughs> some type of way. So I trained hard. And so the tears that you see in the gallery in episode nine were real because that was the first time I had really done a lot of hard tricks for a long period of time um, for those photos they had to get me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my double came in and did a couple of pictures. But it's like, these are your photos, girl. So you got to do these stunts. I remember just bawling because it was like the moment of I really pushed through like Mercedes and the finale, all of that as well. And of course, you know, people don't realize when you edit, some is me, some is the double, but we both did that full routine for two days over and Mm -hmm. over and over. You don't know what part is going to make it to the chopping block, but every trick except two, I was doing. That's the Iron X where she's hanging off by her arms. And then um, I think it was a a split a certain split that she does but everything else the flipping the sliding down all of that i did that myself and i was just so proud just like Mercedes, you know you should be that.
4: you should be if yeah. you have not checked out p valley it is a story but not only is it a story it's a story within a story And the cinematography is beautiful. The imagery is beautiful. The music and everyone has their own different story. My question to you, Brandy, is that, you know, in our community, we still have issues with sexuality and sex. Yeah. And there has been some criticism about, oh, it's too much or, you know, something. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that?
0: You know what? I think that, It depends. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Honestly, I'm a little conservative myself and it's so funny that people see me playing this role, but I'm really a PK in real life. So I really am um, outside of this world. I too would probably be like, Ooh, it's a lot, but this, this is the story that we're telling. So I fully, you know, embrace it. And it's the honest truth of what's happening. And I think that you have to tackle it straight on and head on to tell the story authentically. And I think about that with Alphonse Nicholson and um, Nico Arden, who are playing Uncle Clifford and Little Murder as well. You know, it might not be your lifestyle. It might not be what you even do or necessarily what you would even watch. But it is a true story. And I've always said I wanted to tell authentic stories and authentically Mercedes is playing a stripper. I'm playing a stripper. So I have to approach this role authentically. So that's what I thought about it. I definitely had talks with my father about it. I was like, Daddy, I'm going to be naked this season. Let's talk. You know, like,
4: <laughs> so it's, it's a lot, Daddy.
0: But, um, you know, just to have that support is just amazing as well. And, you know, we got to tell authentic stories.
4: We we're going to see more of you, Brandy, and we just thank you for taking time. We know that your life yes. is really busy, um, being that full-time caregiver to your mom. Uh, again, mm-hmm. peace and blessings, and good health to her and to you, sister. Thank you for stepping in the cafe, yeah Mota. How can people reach thank out to me. you, Brandy?
0: Thank you. Well, y'all can find me on my socials at the real Brandy with two E's. My mama was extra, y'all, so add them two E's on it.
1: Mm-hmm, um, Brandy E by, E. My
0: website. E-E, BrandyEvans.com, where I'm actually selling my Caregiver Strong shirt mm-hmm. um, for caregivers. I know somebody knows somebody that's taking care of somebody. So yes. get them a caregiver strong and motivate them.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we I definitely you. want to give one yeah. out to my girlfriend. Yeah, definitely, definitely,
4: definitely. We love you, Brandy. Thank you for stepping in the cafe. Thank you, Mall. I love you so much. Uh,
1: Thank you. Amazing. Thank y'all for having me, Cafe
2: Cafe Mocha. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Get the full interview with actor Russell Hornsby. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts or just find us at mochapodcastnetwork.com. mochapodcastnetwork.com. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive Producer, Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CaféMochaRadio.com.